Welcome to Positive Disintegration, a path to authenticity. In this quick bite, Chris and I are talking about the launch of the Positive Disintegration newsletter, which you can subscribe to on Substack. Chris wanted to talk about some of the reasons behind starting the newsletter and also going to a subscription model for it. And in having this chat, we uncover some of the thinking and concerns that go behind it, and those relate to the theory. And I'm talking about concerns like being authentic in your creation and also being authentic with your path and your work in wanting to share the theory with others in order to help them heal. We also talk about values and how sometimes those values can seemingly conflict. And one thing that I took away from this conversation was the element of bravery as well in not only sharing yourself with the world, but also being able to ask for help and also the confidence required in yourself to know that the work that you produce has value. Hello, wonderful listeners, and welcome back to Positive Disintegration. I'm Emma Nicholson. I'm Dr. Chris Wells. And we're back for another quick bite. And Chris, today we want to talk about our newsletter. That's right. So true, there's already a Dabrowski Center newsletter, but when I started the Substack account where we host the podcast, I mean, I originally created it because I was going to do a Positive Disintegration newsletter on Substack because there's so many authors I follow on Substack. And I think it's a good platform for writers. And that was my plan. So I created the account. Well, then I met you and we used it for the podcast. But I tried to leave a section open for a newsletter if in case I ever got it together to write for the public. I realized more and more how much I had to overcome self-stigma to a certain degree before I could feel comfortable like talking about my work openly out in the world online it's been such a struggle for me i mean people who've been my collaborators in the past and like shout out to kate arms and jen merrill on this i struggled so much to do anything on social media you know they would work with me and they would both be so good about sharing stuff on social media and i would be like well i can't i mean i just can't and i didn't really have any good like reason for it that i could explain at the time But I can tell you now that the reason was because I was, first of all, like going through a disintegration where I was moving away from seeing myself as mentally ill and accepting my reality that I wasn't and that I had misunderstood myself. And, you know, I truly embraced the theory of positive disintegration and was able to reframe my life. And that was a pretty lengthy process. I mean, that's when I opened the door to all of this like nine years ago. The point is now. I really do want to share my writing on that Substack, and I finally feel ready for it. And it feels exciting, especially because, you know, I have this enthusiasm finally that has been missing for the past few months. And it feels good to know that I'm ready to work again. Honestly, I know that that's what Frank would want for me to like focus again and get the work out and especially written work. So I've said, in multiple episodes at this point that I've been working on a book. And it's true that I was working on the book, but I've decided for now that I really want to share briefer pieces on Substack. And I also need to set up paid subscriptions because the reality is I've gotten myself down to very few clients. I've just been focused on writing because I really want to get work out into the world to help people. 
and to just make the theory more accessible. So that's my plan. I'm going to put the book on hold for now and just get this Substack account started. So if you're interested, you know, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. We're going to launch this episode like when I do it so that we can get it out there and you can hear my rationale for doing it and hopefully be interested enough to subscribe. You don't have to pay, you know, you have the option to have a paid account or a free account, or you can have a founding account, which is a little more money. So if you are somebody who has money, I would appreciate it. You know, if you could go the extra mile and do that because nobody like hires me to do this work. I mean, all of my work is done via donations for the most part, except for a speaking engagement or camp or few clients. So one way I can support myself right now is to do a Substack account and I'm going to do it because I finally feel ready to to share this stuff. And there's so much I have to share. As you know, you made the hilarious comment last night that I have more material than a haberdasher, which I thought was just perfection. You do. You do. You have lots of content. This raises some, I guess, questions around authenticity and, and content. Sometimes when you've got content, you've got to let it marinate when it's not ready and you've got to put it out in the world when you think it's done. So like putting your book on hold and I, I've done that before. I had videos. I'm like, no, I'm not quite ready to release that yet. I've got to keep working on what it is that I want to say. And it's a weird position to be in because on the one hand, you only want to put out content that's authentic and when it feels right. But on the other hand, it doesn't come free. The platform that we use to podcast on costs money and the, the equipment costs money and getting transcripts costs money. So Yeah, the transcripts this- are expensive, people. I mean, yeah. it's because we hire somebody to help. You're kind of caught in a weird place between, well, if I get people to subscribe, then I'm going to have to do content semi-regularly at least because I don't want to let people down. But at the same time, I don't want to just put out rubbish because it's on a schedule. And I guess that's where you're in the unique position here because you do have more material than a freaking haberdashery that you, you've got stuff that you're sitting on. Well, I have a plan. Most stuff, I would say, will be available to everybody. I mean, it's really imp- the whole point, honestly, is that I want to get content out now that I think will be helpful for people around the topics that I've struggled with, that I've I know other people resonate with. I'd like to write a piece about overcoming the self-stigma of mental illness. What I just described about how hard it was to to move away from thinking myself as broken, you know? And I happen to know that the episode I did for Aurora on embracing intensity, where I, I basically gave that message, you are not broken. You know, she made a short on YouTube that has been viewed thousands of times. I was shocked and I've gotten so many messages from people who were like, that message of you're not broken was so important. So I want to help people move through that process. Like I know what it's like to feel broken for a long time, right? Like into middle age, and then have to learn how to heal from that and embrace myself for who I am. Well, that's what I'm hoping to do with this account. But I want those kind of articles to be available to everybody. So that if you had a paid subscription, the material that you're going to get is what I feel like you call it like the nerdy bits or something where it's like, I have all of this stuff around (laughs) the theory to share. When you want to promote this work 
to the world. Like you want to get the theory out there because you know it's helpful and it's valuable and it's made such a difference in our lives so we want to share it with other people. You want content to be freely available because that was part of my struggle at first before I started doing my content was I want to learn about this theory but I don't want to be forking out for every book under the sun or you know being paying to get academic articles so I was kind of stuck in that space and I really feel for people and I know I want people to have the information but at the same time you're kind of like yeah but it's (laughs) it's coming out of my pocket (laughs) which is okay at first but on the long term is that really sustainable so if you get in a place where you can't create content at all it's kind of like rock in a hard place because you want people to have the information but yet at some point you will hit that wall where it's like well if we don't ask people for either donations through the Debrowski Centre or we don't ask people to pay for a subsex subscription then like it's just not sustainable. Well, it's true. I feel really called to this work. So I have struggled to charge money for what I do. It's been a real, real battle for me. The people who know me know that this has been like hugely difficult for me to figure out. So I'm at the place where I am basically working for donations. I refuse to charge a lot for what I do. I mean, I need this information to be out in the world because I know that my job is to help people. So that's what I'm doing. If you are listening to this and you can afford it, then please, I would appreciate it if you can pay and subscribe. I mean, if it's if you can't, you can't, and that's okay. I really, truly want my work to be available in the world. But I also have confidence that there's going to be enough value in what I do that I should give people a chance to pay and they will do it. I mean, my God, if you look, like people pay for all kinds of garbage as subscriptions. So if I put out a quality product, I have to just have faith. Man, OnlyFans is absolute proof that people will pay when they want something. Right? Like Pornhub is available free on the internet and yet there's heaps of people paying for OnlyFans. So people are willing. It's it's the asking, I think, that's difficult. And I think I wanted to add to that, that even if you don't feel like you're in a position to go into a regular subscription, you can also donate via the Dabrowski Centre and do a one-off. And every that's right, little bit helps. That's right, it's tax deductible. Yeah, tax you know, deductible. Yeah, if you want to make a donation, it's tax deductible. I just need help paying for stuff. I mean, I've been doing it for free for a long time and not only like giving stuff away, but going into debt to pay for the things that I do. So I've been very privileged to have a very supportive spouse who has helped me, you know, make all of this possible. But I don't think it's a stretch to like start having a paid newsletter. I don't think so. And even if people want something for their donation, we've got merch as well. You can get yourself a positive disintegration podcast hoodie if you want, um, or a mug Ooh, or, or a tote bag or a mug. Ooh. That's right. And also, too, you're in that position where you don't want to just go down the road of, well, you have to pay for everything. There's balance in this. And I think, funnily enough, that actually comes back to something in the theory, which is values. This is just another example of where you can be in a situation where maybe you've got conflicting values and you're not sure how to act on it like do I ask people to to pay for this stuff do I not you know if 
we both won lotto tomorrow, I'm sure we would do everything for free. But that's not the reality of it. Um, and then you've got this conflicting value of, well, shit, if I don't ask people, then there might be a point where I've you know just got to stop and go back to the, the day job thing because I can't pay my bills and your family's important as well. What I don't have a day job to go back to. This is a lifelong issue for me that I have always prioritized my own work over anything else, like regardless if it paid. I mean, what I'm asking to people to do with this newsletter is this is a way to support me in my work. If you're the one who's paying for a subscription, you're paying for something extra. Everybody's going to have access to the work that I would say is like the highest quality meant for everybody. If you're paying for a subscription, know that you're getting extra. I am sharing things with you that are important to me and I think are valuable and worth reading. And so if you have a deeper interest and you want to pay, you should pay because you'll get more and you'll have like a special place in my heart because you'll be, you know, helping support my work. I know that if I give people the opportunity to support me, they do. I mean, my study group has shown me that the study group is made of people who are willing to pay, you know, monthly to have access to me talking about the theory in our small group and on zoom. So I know that this model works. Like if I just give people a chance, well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk about the newsletter and explain my reasoning and tell whoever's still listening way more than you ever wanted to know about my terrible work history. The reality is I have always struggled mightily to have a job. Literally every job I've ever had in my life after the first month, I'm like, oh my God, I'm wasting my life away here. <laughs> and I need to write. Like I have this need to do this work and to somehow help people. I guess the other thing I want to say is thank you to everybody who's listening and who does support my work. I appreciate you so much. Thank you to everyone who's listening. We appreciate you joining us as always. If you do have a chance, please consider subscribing to the newsletter on Substack or you can make a donation through the Dabrowski Center. We can even pick up some Positive Disintegration podcast merch. This podcast is brought to you by the Dabrowski Centre. If you like what you've heard, please consider leaving a donation through the link in the show notes. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, consider leaving us a review or a rating. You can get in contact with us at positivedisintegration.pod at gmail.com and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook.